Welcome to the Metabolic Mommy Podcast. If you're a busy woman that resorts to eating less and working out more for fat loss, but nothing seems to move the needle for you, and instead you're left feeling tired, loaded, and anxious, ugh, mama, you're in the right place. My name is Ems, and I'm founder and head coach at the Metabolic Restore Method. This is a no BS podcast for women who are tired of on and off dieting cycles. You're done falling victim to diet culture and all the false quick fix solutions that society promotes. We make fat loss simple. Eat more and do less. Now let's get into it. Welcome back, Metabolic Mommies. In today's episode, we're going to discuss all about your gut. But gosh, I don't even know where to start because the gut is so fascinating. But in today's episode, we're going to be discussing the power that your gut microbiome has on fat loss, mood, and skin irritations. And I'm throwing in a bonus of six easy ways that you can improve your gut microbiome today. So an overall outline of what we will be reviewing will be the first power, which is your serotonin production and how it affects your mental health. The second one is fat loss. And the third one is your skin especially for my eczema girlies. But before we dig into the mead and potatoes of this episode, I want to formally introduce to you your gut. All right. So your gut is an amazing part of your body. It helps you digest your food and get the nutrients your body needs to be healthy. And your gut microbiome refers to the trillions of microorganisms that live in your digestive system. So these Little microorganisms play a vital role in many aspects of your health, even in your ability to lose weight. It's even said that your gut has a second brain. And without digging too much into it, it's called the enteric nervous system, and it's made up up of a bunch of nerves and cells that line your digestive system. It can sense when there's food in your stomach. It sends messages to your brain to let you know that you're hungry or full. So obviously, it plays a, a crucial role in hunger cues, which nowadays, and many women are struggling with this. And yes, I am 100% calling out my I skip breakfast girlies. Um, but aside from that, it can also influence your mood. And I mean, I don't know, sometimes you might notice that when you're feeling nervous or anxious, your tummy feels funny. This is because your gut and your brain are connected and can actually talk to each other through something called the gut brain axis. So if you're feeling worried about something, you know, your gut might sense that and it sends a message to your brain, which can affect how you feel emotionally. And I mean, I totally relate to this. If you follow me on Instagram, I've opened up about, you know, my mental health struggles and having had to take um, antidepressants to control my anxiety. I mean, nowadays there's a pill for everything. You know, there's a steroid cream for every skin irritation. There's tons of different diet trends. Like, be for fucking real. We want to get to the root of the problem. And as of recently, many healthcare professionals just want to slap a bandaid on all our symptoms. Um, so it's hard to see women not getting the answers they deserve. So yes, in the Metabolic Mommy podcast, we obviously want to fix your metabolism. And starting with your gut is going to be a great place to start. With that said, let's jump right into the first power that your gut microbiome has on your mood, and that's through your serotonin production. Serotonin is a neurotransmitter, or you know, you could call it a, a messenger, a chemical messenger. It's involved in regulating many physiological functions, including your mood, appetite, and sleep. 
And because serotonin is often associated with the brain, many people actually don't know that it's also produced and released by cells in the gut. All right, how cool is that? The gut microbiome can literally influence the production of serotonin by the cells in the gut through the release of certain compounds that stimulate serotonin production. And this connection between the gut microbiome and serotonin production is actually super cool. It shows a lot about the role that I mentioned before between the gut-brain axis and regulating mood and other physiological functions. And I mean, fun fact, there's actually a lot of research about how disruption in the gut microbiome may be linked to disorders such as depression and anxiety which may be related to alterations in serotonin production. It's just very fascinating, honestly, to see how everything is connected and how properly feeding your gut and making sure it's living in harmony can tremendously help aid your depression um, and or your anxiety. So now let's move on to the second power, which is fat loss. And the composition of your gut microbiome can actually influence your body's ability to store and burn fat. And I'm not just saying this as a statement, okay? I'm going to back it up with science. There are actually certain types of bacteria in the gut that have been linked to obesity, while others are associated with a healthy weight. So one way in which the gut microbiome can affect weight loss is through its impact on metabolism. Okay, metabolic mommies, this means listen up. Some types of bacteria produce short-chain fatty acids that can help regulate your metabolism and reduce inflammation. This matters when it comes to maintaining your weight. So stay with me, though, because that's not the only role it plays in fat loss. The gut microbiome also influences the production of hormones that regulate appetite and satiety, which are your hunger hormones, so leptin and ghrelin. And imbalances in these hormones can actually lead to overeating and weight gain. Okay, I have not forgotten about today's bonus. So while we're on the topic, I'm going to share with you six easy ways to improve your gut microbiome. And the first one is... Eat a variety of fruits and vegetables. Eating a colorful variety of fruits and vegetables will provide your gut with the nutrients and fiber it needs to try. It needs to thrive. So you've probably definitely heard before that your meals need color. And chances are that when someone told you that, it's because they're calling you out on the fact that you had no veggies on your plate. This is why. All right. Reason, um, Easy way number two is to include whole grains in your diet. Foods like whole grain bread, pasta, and rice can help feed the healthy bacteria in your gut. You know, we've been talking about a lot about, you know, the bad bacteria, the good bacteria. So, yeah, that will help. Um, Number three, enjoy fermented foods. So fermented foods like yogurt. um, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but kefir (laughs) and sauerkraut contain healthy bacteria that can help improve your gut health not gonna lie i only have yogurt out of these three on the list so make it easy for yourself if you don't know what those are number four limit sugary and processed foods i mean this is a given but sugary and processed foods can cause an imbalance in your gut bacteria so it's definitely best to limit them as much as possible Number five, get enough sleep. And I'm going to make a whole episode on its own about sleep, but a good night's sleep is very important for your overall health. And that even includes the health of your gut microbiome. And lastly, the sixth reason is um, 
exercise, you know, play outside, be active. Exercise and spending time outdoors can actually can super help promote a healthy gut microbiome. Um, so the most important thing you can do, remember, to improve your gut microbiome is just going to eat a variety of healthy foods and get plenty of exercise and rest. Like the overarching, if I had to summarize all those. I hope those are easy tips to implement. Um, you know, six quick little things to try out. You can try out half the list and then try the rest. But yeah, I hope that was helpful. But last but not least, we'll be discussing the power that your gut microbiome has on your skin. And even though it's not solely responsible for the condition, the gut microbiome is thought to play a role in the development of eczema. If you're not familiar with eczema, let me tell y'all, I'm glad you're not because I wouldn't wish that shit on my worst enemy. And that alone says enough about it. But to let you know, the fancy name for eczema is actually atopic dermatitis. It's a chronic skin condition characterized by dry, itchy, and inflamed skin. So research has shown that changes in the composition of the gut microbiome can affect the immune system's response to allergens and potentially trigger eczema. So essentially, it's a way of communicating with, it's your gut's way of communicating with you that it's not happy. Your gut is not happy with what you're putting into your body. So for me personally, I found that casein protein triggers my eczema. and you know, it was hard for me to determine why all of a sudden I was getting eczema. I blamed it on everything. I was like, it's a quarter life crisis. I'm just stressed out. My skin is changing because I'm aging. Like, no, there are solutions. And again, I went to all the dermatologists. Everyone just gave me different creams to try out over the counter, prescribed steroids, then stronger steroids. You know, there's like levels to how strong the steroids are. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's different in every individual, but typically the environmental triggers come from certain foods, stress and exposure to irritants. So a great way to identify what's upsetting your gut is by eliminating the, what you think is the possible irritant at, at a time, like one at a time, and then test trialing until you find the one. So for me, I like wasn't sure if it was casein, but I was at that time consuming a lot of casein. I was also consuming a lot of other certain foods and I just had a test trial. It. I eliminated one by one until I found the root cause. And even now I'll still have casein like once in a blue moon. And I experimented with myself one, like with myself once, like a year later after my, after my, after I had healed from my eczema. I tried it out where I went like a full week of eating casein and boom, my eggs came back. So that's kind of how I was able to identify it. I hope you learned a little bit about your gut microbiome and the power that it possesses. And a quick reminder that this is in no way, shape or form medical advice. This is just to educate my listeners and to educate my clients. I hope that you found some of these practical and easy to apply into your everyday life. And as always, I will catch you in the next episode. Bye, Metabolic Mommies. Thank you for tuning in today's episode of Metabolic Mommy. If you found today's episode useful, the best way to say thank you is by leaving a five-star review on the platform that you're listening to. You can also share with me your favorite part of the episode by sending me a DM on Instagram at bit.ms. 
See y'all later, Metabolic Mommies.